We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Guys, we want to welcome on a special guest back again. We had him last year right after he got drafted. Indianapolis Colts tight end, Kylan Granson. Kylan, thank you so much, man, for coming back onto the podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me back. Glad to be here. Hey, awesome, man. Awesome. You, you excited for uh, second season to be right around the corner? Oh, yeah. I'm ready. I'm prepared. I know what to expect this time. I'm like, all right, I got it. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Uh, Well, obviously wanted to kind of talk real quick about your first season. You got your first season under your belt. We talked about it uh, when we first had you on. Obviously, the season did not end the way the fans wanted, let alone the way you guys wanted. Uh, Whatever the organization was hoping would happen. Uh, How did the end of the season impact you personally and how did it feel in the locker room having the season end the way it did? I mean, obviously like that was not acceptable. And we, we all knew that as a team. And like, I I really think that, you know, it's not a good thing, but it's definitely motivated us here this off season that that never happens again. If you know what I mean? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Like that. I mean, for like three, four months, even sometimes now, like if someone like says, Oh, you play for the Colts, what happened against Jacksonville? I'm like, all right, here we go again. <laughs> right. Know? So yeah, definitely threw some extra fuel on the fire for us as far as going forward. But I mean, I I don't know, man. I, I couldn't tell you what happened. I just I remember like getting on that plane, it was like a terrible feeling. Like we should have we should have done something different. We could have we could have, we should not have stopped playing there. That's, I'll say that. We should have kept playing on through the year. But, you know, it was what it was. And, you know, first year under the belt, um, all around good learning experience for me. Um, really helped me mature as a player. And yeah, I mean, it didn't end the way I wanted, but all around, it was a, a good, good learning experience. That's good. That's good. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, obviously this off season, the team did a lot of overhaul in some, some areas, right. You know, defense, new defensive coaching staff, um, adding some former players who had been here and been a part of that championship team. And some other guys who like Mike Mitchell, who had been here for a couple of years, um, as well as adding some veteran players in the locker room as well. Um, so it seems like from the surface, a lot of guys who will hold guys accountable, seems like that was added with the veteran experience. Um, Based off of the interaction that you've had with some of these guys, uh, some of the new faces in the locker room, how would you say it will help you guys? And you said you guys are very motivated and you, you know, and everything. But how do you think it will help hold hold you guys accountable to make sure that stuff doesn't happen again? You know, what happened the last couple weeks of the season there? I mean, yeah, adding a bunch of veteran guys like that, guys who've been there, done that. Um, once the weeks start to get along, you know, we start to get week 12, week 13, week 14. We just – I feel like they're going to help us keep that week one mindset of, hey, remember what happened. Remember what happened. You guys start to slip. Guess what happens? You lose to Jacksonville the last week. All right. We can't have that. So I think they're going to keep us up to up to par, up to snuff. Because, I mean, as you get going in those later and later weeks, I mean, those inches get closer and closer and those games get closer and closer. And really, I feel like that's going to be the difference for us this year. That's awesome, man. I, I love to hear that. We've been talking a lot about that uh, accountability and those guys, those veterans coming in. So I did want to ask you something that I think a lot of Colts nation has been wanting to know. And that was when Hard Knocks came into town and yeah. Hard Knocks being in there for the last half of the season, you know, everyone was kind of wondering like, how would that affect you guys? Cause then, you know, there's always people with the superstition that, Oh, you know, Hard Knocks, being in like everybody's personal business a lot of times sometimes really doesn't always turn out to be great. Um, what was it like having, you know, people uh, and cameras constantly around you? Like I know that's, that's typical for a football player. You guys are used to having people and cameras around, but you know, being that close, was it kind of distracting? Was it not, or was it not really that crazy for you? Uh, I'll be real honest. Uh, after like the first week and a half, I kind of got used to it. Like I didn't even like they were real good about it. Like they stayed out of your way. They weren't always up in your face. Like occasionally, yeah, you'd see a camera and like it'd be pointing at you and like or somebody would be mic'd up. But I mean, I have to give them credit. They really kind of kept it very low key. They weren't in your face. They weren't distracting. Um, and that that's at least for me. I was a young guy, so they they weren't focused on me. They were focused on, you know, the bigger names like JT, you know, Carson, all them. Uh, so, I mean, it personally, it didn't affect me that much. And, you know, some of the guys I talked to, they said it wasn't, you know, a distraction or anything like that or too, too much to handle. So I, I thought it was cool. I know my family loved it. And I know it all pretty much everybody's family loved it because they were like, we get to see what you do at work all day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, so we talked a little bit about the team and, you know, all that stuff that you learned from that. I'm curious for you just as an individual player, what would you say are some of the biggest things that you learned last season in your rookie season um, that you think maybe changes how you approach this off season or how you've changed your approach at all? Has, has anything changed based off of what you learned last season? Mm -hmm. uh, definitely. Um, you know, a lot of people, um, just like, you know, layman, you know, fans don't realize how much of this game is all mental. Like once you get to like a certain point physically, you're not going to get better. So everything else is up here. And like, that was the thing with like Jack and Mo, just like 
sitting in that meeting room, like there's so much experience between the two of them. Like hearing them talk, it was like, oh, oh wow, Jack, how did you even like he's like telling me what defense is? He's like, Oh yeah, you see this front, watch this backer's gonna do this. Uh, and you know, he likes to play like this. He's I don't really like that guy, you know, he's really handsy, but I mean if you get get his hands off and you give him a little sum at the top, you know, it just so much of it was experience either on the field or just like watching film. And I feel like personally watching him and Mo and like, cause like they're each their own player and they both watch film differently. That's something most football players do. Everyone watches film a little differently, whether they watch players, coordinators, you know, specific defenses, stuff like that. Um, just getting to see them watch film has helped me kind of develop my own sense of film study. And I feel like that's really helped me take that next step, you know, take that next mental step, you know, the physical stuff, taking care of your body. That was helpful, but this is that I feel like was a, a underappreciated, you know, step up that I learned from those guys. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. So obviously the quarterback room has been a little bit different this offseason versus what it was last uh season. You know, Matt Ryan being acquired and now Nick Foles as of just like a month ago, now being in the building. Uh how is it how has it been having Matt Ryan and Nick Foles in the building? You know, two guys that have been respected around this league, you know, been around for quite a while and all that experience, you know, both of them being in Super Bowls. Uh, how has it been for on the field stuff so far this offseason? Oh, I mean, like, can you imagine having two Super Bowl winning or like well, not two Super Bowl, one Super Bowl winning quarterback, one MVP. Okay, all right. Well, we'll get that, we'll get him a Super Bowl. We'll get him that Super Bowl, all right? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but having them on the field, I mean, it's just, I mean, I'm learning a lot from that. Like, he's definitely very vocal about what he likes. And he's like, all right, you know, I, I get like it's drawn like this, but hey, can you run it like this? Hey, I want you to be here. I need you to be on time. And I'm like, that's his biggest thing is you need to be where you're supposed to be. And like, man, if you're not there, he will rip you one. Well, he won't rip you one, but he'll, he will be very disappointed. But yeah, I mean, he's on time. Nick, I mean, it's, it's just a wealth of knowledge. And, you know, got two Westlake quarterbacks in the room. So, you know, a couple are a, a trio of Westlake alumni on the same team. So, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been really cool. And I know Sam's learning a lot. I mean, between them, that all that experience, I know he's just like a sponge <laughs> sucking it up. So, Pause. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> I, I'm sure you've seen the video of Matt Ryan tell one of his guys to get effing set. So I'm saying <laughs> he tells you that uh, that'll probably be a little, uh, little scary for a second. But uh, no, that's that's the first thing. Alignment. I'm gonna be aligned. I'm gonna be. Like, I'm not even worried about the play. I'm gonna get set first. He's not gonna yell at me. <laughs> there you go. That's great, man. That's great. We talked. You touched a little bit about Mo and Jack. Obviously, you know Jack retiring this season we wish him well um but you know what were some things that you really learned from jack doyle a guy who's been the staple of, of the colts organization really for like the past decade um what are some things that you i know you only had one season where your guys's paths crossed but what were some of the biggest things that he and mo alley cox taught you last year um i'd say all around you know being a professional you know this is a job and like maintaining a routine um film study those are like three things, uh, really. And then also, I mean, Jack was a jack of all trades. He really did everything. Like, you, if you asked him to do it, he would do it. 
And I felt, you know, I was like, hey, Jack, like, how do, you, how do you get all these jobs? He's like, man, the more you can do, the more you can do, the longer you play. Look at me. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? He's got a point. He's got a point. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I learned a lot. It'd be hard, you know, to sit down and just write out all the things he's taught me. But like, yeah, definitely like the development of my routine, my film study with them, just like, you know, tips for like taking care of myself, taking care of my body. And then, you know, yeah, as as you said, like, the more you can do, the more you can contribute, the more successful we'll be as a team. So I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's cool. All right, so I'll get into some of the tight ends you guys now have in the tight end room. Obviously, you've seen how big Molly Cox is. Everybody always talks about, you know, the six foot six, 260 pound, just athletic freak that he is with them 11 inch hands that he has. Uh, and now the Colts obviously drafted Jelani Woods. Now, just real quick, who's who's taller? Who looks bigger on the field? Is it Jelani or is it Mo? Jelani's taller. Yeah. Okay. Wow. All right. Taller. All right. Yeah. So there's. A I didn't even think. Difference. I didn't. I didn't think it was possible, and then I was like, "God dang!" <laughs> <laughs> so like, and then I was getting to the point of you know you obviously you're not you're not small. I mean, you would obviously dwarf Cody and I, but you know, based on like all these other guys that are on here, does it? Does it feel weird sharing the oh, it's terrible. how massive these guys are? <laughs> it is awful. As like w- when we walk as a group, it's like, oh, here comes Jelani. Here comes Mo. Here comes Andrew. Here comes uh, uh n- you know, Nico and Michael, and they're all like <laughs> six five plus. And here I come, six three. And it's like, bro, I'm not even short, but I look like I'm five seven. Like, come on. Like, like I actually got like I started to get like, yo, am I actually like short? Like I would like walk around the store and be like, No, I'm not short. They're just freakishly tall. <laughs> They're, just They're, just, <laughs> They're just huge. And it was like uh coach coach Frank was in a meeting. He was like, you know, we got the big power forwards with with Mo and we got Jelani and then but we got Kylan. And I was like, oh, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> we just got the point guard out here. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You need a shooting guard, you know. Can't have all centers. Yeah, exactly. Well, I do feel like, and I think you've even said it before, like you offer something different in the tight end room compared to some of these other guys. Right? I like to think you're the guy that you get the yak, right? You're the guy that after the catch can can stretch the field a little bit more for this tight end room. Um, and now you get the opportunity, you know, with Jack hanging it up. Um, but like Derek mentioned, you also have guys like Jelani and you have, you know, Andrew as well. Um, how are you approaching this offseason? How have you approached it so far? And how are you approaching it heading into training camp here at the end of the month? Um, knowing this is going to be a pretty, uh, pretty talented group, right? And you have a great opportunity here to make an impact in year two. Oh, man, I've been attacking it, you know, I've been getting after it. Um, after tight end, you really like getting to hear some of those guys talk and, you know, hearing some of the things that they work on in the off season really kind of changed my mindset going forward and just being as prepared as I can heading into training camp. So then whenever I get there, man, we're just freaking rolling. And I mean, I've been getting after it. I mean, I'm down here in the Texas heat, just absolutely dying, but I know it's all going to be worth it once we get to grand park and we start putting on. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, so I think we asked you last off season when we uh, had you the first time, if you had any goals for yourself going into the season, do you have any of those this year going into year two? Oh man, I'm trying to make an impact and I don't have statistic numbers. I just, okay. I just want people to know, you know, 81, 83 and, and Jelani and Andrew, I don't, I don't, 
Have they picked the numbers? I don't oh, think they've actually picked their I full think numbers. Was 80. I think Jelani 80. was 80. I know Jelani's 80. Andrew, I can't he remember. 85? I, don't I think remember. he was 85. Okay. Yeah, 85. I want I want them to know who 83 is. You know what I mean? I want mm-hmm. I want to see more 83s up in the stands because you know they're fans of me. But definitely definitely want to get after that rack, and I definitely want to get in that postseason, man. There's nothing worse than sitting at home watching the playoffs knowing yeah. you should have hey. been there. Hey, so. I love it. But, I mean, come on. You can't tell me you haven't had a touchdown goal in mind. I mean, oh, I, mean something I, here. <laughs> I, I would love for my first touchdown to come okay. from Matt Ryan. All right. But, hey, Matt so Ryan, cool. can we make this happen week one so he doesn't have to wait very long, please? Oh, yeah, dude. Please. <laughs> Do it on a Philly special. How about you throw it to Matt or to Nick Foles? That would be sweet. Have Jelani throw it to him, man. He was a quarterback. I mean, come on. The tight oh, yeah, end yeah. to a tight end here. Let's come go. On. Come on. 14 go. personnel. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you talked about goals. What would you say um, from your rookie season to now, what would you say have been like the things that you think you have improved the most on and some things that you really want to improve on here uh, this next season? Oh, dude, it was so cringy, like, watching my footwork when I first got here. Because, like, I I had never, like, really been, like, big hand in the dirt, you know, like, working the footsteps. But, I mean, I got to say, Coach Adams has got my footwork right. I mean, it's not perfect yet, but it is getting there. Like, I actually can block Chandler Jones now. Like, I had to do that when Jack went down and I blocked him. I was like, yo, I just block outside zone. I I just did that, you know (laughs) what I mean? So I would definitely say my 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 blockings definitely improve leaps and bounds. And, you know, that's something that can always get better. And then, you know, savviness with my routes, man. You know, I got that speed. Now I got to put a little, you know, a little sauce on it, you know. So I've definitely been studying up, seeing what, you know, Kelsey and Kittle and them be doing at the top. So trying to get – I'm trying to be the great. You know, I'm trying to be great. So, so yeah. we'll see, yeah. man. Yeah, speaking of blocks, I can't help but – you know, not mention this. Uh, the seal block you had in that Patriots game when JT broke that big run. You stealing, you uh, stealing my that was me. <laughs> I was going to tell him that. Hey, well, it was you, and we just talked about it. Actually, we just talked about the tight end, so that's kind of cool. Um, but my question for you, leading into that, was: Did you have a favorite moment last year? Was that your favorite moment? Did you have another moment that was like your maybe your favorite catch or or maybe your favorite moment from last season for you individually? Beating the Patriots was fucking awesome. I'm not gonna, that, that, that was so and that was awesome. The way y'all did it too. I mean, you made everybody. You put everybody on notice. Dude, yeah. JT took. I just remember. I I fell down after that block, but I looked up and I saw him sprinting. I was like, Yes, let's go, let's go. I I, I was so pumped. And then I will say, even though we lost against Baltimore, that game was a lot of fun to play. Oh. That that was a fun like the atmosphere because they hate us, you know. Yeah. yeah. But there's something special about being in a place that hates you, you know, and playing in a close game. That's uh, that's a close second. That, that is very close. Plus, some of my boys are on the other team, so I got uh, to. Well, they they get bragging rights, but we're coming for them. We're coming. <laughs> How loud was it in Lucas Oil when JT broke through that line and then ran for that? Dude. I mean, was that the loudest it had been all season for you? Uh, it's, yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, like, you know, when it gets so loud, like there's like that ringing 
and then like yeah. it gets uncomfortable. It was like that. I was oh, like, geez. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, I was hype. I was hype. I didn't care. I was like, burst my eardrums. We just won. <laughs> yeah, let me live in the moment. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. I'll worry yeah. about hearing loss when I'm sixty or fifty. You know. <laughs> Well worth it, man. Well worth it. Well, awesome, man. Well, we really appreciate your time coming on here, talking for a few minutes. Um, we're really excited to see you this season and in training camp and all that stuff. Uh, right now, I know it's kind of a weird period where there's not a whole lot going on, but uh, what have you been up to, man? Just kind of chilling for right now? Chilling, spending time with my family, working out pretty much. I mean, getting to hang out with my sisters. I don't get to see them a lot, you know, because they go to school down here in Texas, but know spending some quality time you know catching up they're getting older i remember when they were all babies and now they're almost as tall as me man it's <laughs> it's crazy but yeah I, it's crazy but i mean yeah i've been really just getting myself mentally prepared for this season so i'm kind of in that build-up you know where it's like i'm starting to lock in my mindset's you know pretty much football and a little bit of free time but yeah not much <laughs> Yeah, yeah. That's awesome, man. Well, we wish you the best of luck in training camp and the rest of the season. We'll have to have you on soon. Appreciate your time, man. Oh, appreciate you guys for having me on here. You know, I missed last week because I had I was at a sister's track meet, so that is me. That's my fault. I did miss. My fault. Did your so. did your sister at least, like, get in the top? Second. 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 All right. Let's okay. go. We'll take it. All right. We'll take second. it. We'll take, we'll take second. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she killed it. She awesome, killed man. It. Well, good to hear. Uh, yeah, we'll have, we'll have to have you on soon. Good to hear from you. Oh, thank you guys. Appreciate y'all. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.